Hello, I'm Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast. And today I'll be sharing with you a totally manageable way to reset your relationship with your electronic devices and work up to a screen-free Sabbath. Staring at our devices may be pleasurable in the moment, but pleasurable behaviors can soon become addictive and they come at a huge cost. Research shows that our attention span has dropped over the past decade. And one-fifth of people say modern technology is a source of stress in their lives. Then, of course, there's the potential physical effects of being always on and from always looking at these screens and laptops from neck pain to elevated blood pressure. I've even encountered much more serious side effects from our relationship with technology. A few years ago in my clinic, a 16-year-old boy came to see me with his mum. Now, two days beforehand, he ended up in the local hospital in the emergency room having tried to harm himself. And the doctor there had discharged him and said to come and see me so I could start him on an antidepressant. Now I remember this case very well because I was quite junior as a GP at the time. I remember thinking, I know this family pretty well. I know this boy, I know his parents. I've never really detected any sort of problems that might lead me to think this would be a possibility. So I spent a bit of time with him trying to understand what was really going on. And at the end of our first consultation, it was really clear to me that his relationship with social media and technology may have been playing a role. I'm not saying it was the whole thing, but I was strongly suspicious that it was playing a role. Now, over the next few weeks, I helped him to understand how it might be impacting his mental well-being and his overall health. And he was very open to me helping him reduce how much he used his tech. So I started off by saying one hour before bed, I want you to switch off your phone and not go on social media. And over the course of a few weeks, that expanded to being two hours in the evening before bed and two hours first thing in the morning. And remarkably, that change, along with some simple changes to his diet, completely changed how he felt. Six months later, he was like a different person. I reflect on this case quite a lot because I know for that 16-year-old boy, he was at a fork in the road. Yes, I could have prescribed him some medication. I could have labeled him as having a problem. But instead, I was able to help him understand how the behaviors he was engaging in every day were affecting his mental well-being. And I've seen cases like this over and over again. So the reason I share that is not to scare you, but to say this is real. And for some people, they are having some pretty serious and detrimental effects on their overall health and well-being. So one way in which you can start to reset your own relationship with your devices is by altering how you use them. Now, I devised a seven-day digital detox that proved to be really, really popular with my readers. I was helping people wean down over seven days to hopefully having a complete screen-free Sabbath on a Sunday. Now, I know this is tricky, and the truth is not everybody really has to go that extreme and go all the way to that. But I think trying to do the seven-day digital detox is really a fun process because it helps us learn about ourselves and our tendencies and what we find easy and what we struggle with. So I'm gonna go through it step by step. This is just a guide. You don't have to follow it slavishly. Please just use it as a guide and see what you want to experiment with. So on Monday, I recommend that you switch off all push notifications on your phone, tablet, and laptop. The sheer 
amount of notifications that we can get in a day or even in an hour from our apps can really lead to a sense of anxiety, whether you're conscious of it or not. On Tuesday, I want you to think about unsubscribing from redundant email lists and do a Marie Kondo on your phone. Basically figure out what apps you really enjoy using and which ones enhance your life and delete everything else. On Wednesday, I would suggest you take your emails off your phone. Now, I know some of you will be getting palpitations at just the thought of that. I also was a little bit nervous about this a few years ago, but I did it and I don't miss it. And it means if I wanna check email, I will intentionally go on my computer, go to my email inbox and look, but it stops me being sucked into this endless vortex of email checking regularly throughout the day. So I understand we've all got different work situations that may or may not be possible. But what I will say is that many of us who think we can't do it actually can. I've helped many of my patients understand the power of taking emails off your phone. So again, that's something I want you to think about experimenting with. Remember, you can always put it back. It doesn't take long. Even if you manage it for a couple of days, I think it will really help you understand your true relationship with email on your phone. Thursday, I want you to think about getting a box to put all devices in for your mealtimes. It's so common these days that our mealtimes are being fragmented by people getting distracted on their phones. This is not a trivial matter. You see it in restaurants all the time. We see it in households as well. The research shows simply having it on the table next to us during a conversation can reduce the quality of the interaction. So see how you go. Right? If you live with a family or you live with a partner, just watch what happens when you don't have devices at the table. What happens to the quality of those interactions? And if you do live by yourself, just see what happens for a few days if you don't have it. You start to pay attention to what you're reading. You start to pay attention to your own thoughts. And as we discussed a few weeks ago on Built to Thrive, when we're mindful about what we eat, we not only eat less at that meal, we eat less at subsequent meals throughout the day as well. On Friday, I want you to think about switching off all your devices 90 minutes before sleep time. If you use your phone as your alarm clock, could you borrow an alarm clock and see what difference it makes to your life if you use an alarm clock to wake you up rather than your phone? On Saturday, this assumes, of course, that you're not at work and you have some time off at a weekend. I know not everyone does, but let's say on a Saturday you do, can you have two one-hour periods during the day when you are entirely device-free? And on Sunday, could you go the next step and enjoy a completely screen-free day? I have done this on several occasions, and it feels absolutely incredible, even if I do half a day. As I mentioned at the start, this seven-day detox is purely there as a guide. I want you to start thinking about experimenting with a new relationship with technology. I hope you enjoyed this week's Built to Thrive podcast. I hope this seven-day digital detox has inspired you at least to try some of those ideas. If you liked the ideas that we discussed this week, there is plenty more on this in my first two books, The Four Pillar Plan and The Stress Solution. They are available to buy on Amazon and in all good bookstores. Have a lovely weekend. I hope you manage to carve out some tech-free time. And as always, I'll see you again on Monday.